With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. My name is Matt Weston. Tonight, I'm joined by the Messiah from Nazareth, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, Taylor? Man, did you just compliment me? That wasn't a compliment. Yeah, it was. I'm just saying facts. You call me the Messiah. That's a compliment. No, it's a fact. What? I feel like you're complimenting me. That's a fact. All right. You know what? I'm going to take it as a compliment. You know what? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. It's good. You I'm look right. a little tired. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Yeah. Well, like, you know, you just go and you go to work and you go to work again. Uh-huh. And then you keep going to work. And then sometimes you're busier than others. Sometimes you're really busy. Right now, I'm just really busy. Isn't that called life? Yeah. It's annoying. It's super annoying. Yeah. Great. It's super annoying. Like the, like, I understand why people are like 37 and just never leave the house now. I get it. I, I wouldn't do it, but I understand why. I'm 27 and I never leave the house? No, like never leave the house. Like still live in the nest, you know? What do you mean? Like at your parents' house? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? So 37 and living at your parents' yeah, house? Yeah, I get it now. Yo, you can always do that. No, I couldn't. I mean, my parents don't mind if I do that. I mean, I pro- I would live in at your parents' house. It's quiet over there, you know. My parents would probably prefer you living there than me. That's fine. Yeah. But it's different though. Whenever like it wouldn't be like a failure on them. It'd be just like yeah, kind of this weird guy, <laughs> yeah, this you weird know? tall guy but in the back. It's different when your blood's like this. We this came out of us, and we made the decisions to try and make this as best as we could, and this is what he's doing. <laughs> so so they would look at me as a failure, yes. but you are just the random guy that's just. The helper? He's just down his luck <laughs> for a long time. You're the murderer in every horror film. No, he's just down his luck for a little while. It happens to, to us sometimes, you know? I just... I, you know, I'm, you have a little weird thought. You have weird dreams. You are you aim not for the distance. You aim for... I, I aim what's for, behind the story? What would you call behind the story? I, I aim for the moon because if I miss, I reach the stars. Uh, that was beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely touched. I'm, I'm getting very emotional right now. And then you end up just falling through the atmosphere instead. Okay. <laughs> See, what is with you? How do you turn something where you try to make a nice comment about stars where, again, it feels like you're making a move on me? And then you go and fall through the atmosphere and then crash land and now it's depressing. It's just, I haven't seen the sun in a while, you know? I don't know. I, I just, I need to go for a walk. You know what? You should go see Aquaman. That movie is incredible. It's worth every penny. Is it colorful? It's so colorful. It's, okay. It actually reminds you a lot of Avatar. The only thing is I would want to go see it now in IMAX just because the ocean scenes are really cool. The action scenes are great. It's completely worth it. I wish I could recommend Spider-Man, but I passed out halfway through because we went to you're, Oyster House. And you were tired before. Yeah, I was tired, man. Yeah, it was busy a, this time of year. It was a long day. I, I feel like that's kind of a failure, though. You you go, to, I mean, you spend mo- money on a movie, and then you 
You watch half and then you pass out because you can't take it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you can't get any lower than that. Well, I, this is my rating scale for movies. It never fails. It works every time. It's, uh, is the movie good? Did I stay awake the entire time? Yes, it's a good movie. <laughs> is the movie bad? Did I, did I fall asleep during the movie? Yes, the movie's bad. And that's my rating scale. But what if you, like, drank and that was the reason why you passed out? It's still, it's a bad movie then. That's a bad, man, that's hard. Because then if it was a good movie, I would go back and watch it. Or I really wanted it so I wouldn't watch it. But now I have to spend money again. See, now I'm in the biggest pickle of my life. I don't know what to do. Mm. I'm conflicted. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard. It's like a, yeah, it's like that guy who has Voldemort living on his neck or whatever. Who's the guy that has Voldemort living on his I don't seat? know. Wait, wait. From the first book, Tom, not Tom Riddle, that's Voldemort. Wait, wait. Oh, you mean in the back of his head? Yeah, in the back of his yeah, head. Yeah, where he has to drink the unicorn blood. Yeah, oh, it's so Now cool. we're talking. It's like it's like Jonathan Joseph, you know, drinking the unicorn blood. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, would you drink unicorn blood? Yeah, I would. You would? I mean, remember, it comes with that curse. It's fine. Where you have to drink it every day. It's fine. It's, it, where are you, you going to find a unicorn? It's a superfood. <laughs> yeah, it's That's blueberries, good. avocado, unicorn blood, flaxseed, um, I don't know, green tea extract, green coffee beans, uh, celsium, all that stuff. Superfood. Superfood. Makes you strong and tough. So are you saying you can just make a shake out of it? Yeah, but I think I would use it more as like a, like a post-workout drink. A post-workout? So is that like a chocolate milk? Like Clay Thompson, it'd be unicorn blood, like Voldemort. Oh my god. Definitely not a pre-workout though, right? <laughs> it'd be good though to have like those got milk commercials, but it's just unicorn blood instead. And it's just a bunch of people smiling with blood mustaches. <laughs> Why would you think of that? Why is that what you think of? <laughs> well, I played Diablo 3 for like 10 minutes on Saturday. And like I'm real gothic right now, you know I'm real dark. Is that why you came in the house with dark makeup on, yeah. and you're wearing eyeliner, yeah, and you're wearing black pants and a black t-shirt? I'm a necromancer. I don't even know who you are. Is that a skull earring? I'm a necromancer now. Oh god. The only funny joke I've ever had is that being gothic just means you put on the the Diablo two soundtrack when you have sex. That's all it means to be gothic. That's, that's and that's a joke means. only for me, and it always makes me laugh. I'm I'm glad that you <laughs> are your own biggest fan. That's yeah. all that matters yeah, in yeah. the world. Like last thing, I almost cried thinking about the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, that you have 35 year old grown man wearing kitty cat costumes running around out there. Well, all I know is apparently you didn't want to watch any of the games the week before that because. Matt, uh, can you tell people what the record was on the game's pick? No, I want to delay this. Why do you want to delay it? I want to delay this response for a little bit. Why? I'm having a nice time. You're not having I'm not having a nice time. I want to bring this up. So, last week, I went (laughs) 0-4. I picked the Chiefs. I picked the Patriots. I picked the Cowboys, I guess. Well, technically, technically you're not. I'm 1-4. I'm 1-3. Oh yeah, one and three, and you're two and two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I almost went zero and four. Oh god, I we thought got I lucky. had you with zero and four. We got you lucky. can't even keep track of what you picked. I'm sorry, I'm in a very dark place right now. All right, so stop playing Diablo. I'm twenty four and twenty eight. I don't. Yeah, you're twenty three and twenty one. But that doesn't make no. I'm twenty six and eighteen. See, I don't even believe you're scoring uh, now. Yeah, I'm twenty six and eighteen. You're twenty three and twenty one. Because I went one and three, you went two and two. 
Uh, did you like football last week? Did you enjoy the games? Uh, no. They were bad. Yeah, I didn't enjoy anything. Did you I don't watch, know what the hell I watched. Did you watch Steelers-Patriots? Uh, I watched like the first half of it, and then I just assumed it would just get better, and it no. didn't. So I kind of don't regret it, but we went to the movie, and that's when I passed out during. Gotcha. So, yeah, I missed it. But either way, uh, it can't get any better, apparently. No, like, and so that game, I watched the first – well, I watched everything on Condensed. And so I watched the game live. I'm like, how is this only 17-10 or whatever? And then I watched the watched the condensed version. I'm like, how is this? This game's awesome. It's 7-7. It's a lot of fun. There was that really stupid Chris Hogan touchdown. The Steelers were able to run the ball up the middle really well. Uh, they were quick passing. New England's like, this is going to be a high-scoring, fun man. game. And then no, nobody – there was so many dumb interceptions. It was like watching rookie quarterbacks play, but just on the opposite end of the spectrum. So do you think that now Tom has lost it? I don't think he's lost it, but we talked about this like a month ago where I said the Patriots have mediocre defense, and the problem with them is they have the seventh best offense, not the second best offense. So the Patriots offense is still good. This is what the beginning of the end looks like. Okay, so uh, that's what I said a month ago. Like they're still like Brady's still really good, but he's not the third best quarterback anymore. Well yeah, yeah. And just like we kinda even talked how they lost their mojo, they lost their fear and other teams truly don't feel it, which is why I picked the Chargers. Hello, hello, look what they did against the Chiefs. However, when it comes to the Patriots last week, that was just another bad performance. And my other question to you is did the Miami game have that effect, or do you just think no? That was just a dumb thing that happened. You just think it was dumb thing, nothing happened? I just feel like that maybe that would have some type of effect to where Tom doesn't trust Bill again, and now there's once again that yeah. disconnect between them. All I want to do is create drama yeah, right now yeah. is really where I'm at. Just throw that in the universe. Yeah, that's it. That's just where I'm at. throw it in the yeah. universe, make it happen, you know? Positive <laughs> thinking is something I need to improve on, and that's the key to the universe. Hey, I need new reality TV. Survivor just ended, all right? It ended last <laughs> night. Dude, a great episode. Two and a half hours. I can't wait for the next season, but I don't think you can beat... This season was easily top five of all Maybe time. Maybe I'll watch it this summer. Dude. When I should be reading books. There's 38 seasons. No, I'll watch this last season. Oh. I'll watch the Colby one see how good that one Man, was. no. You that's the only one I ever the, watched. I kind of wouldn't watch Colby. Why is he the only one you think of? that's one of the few things that, that have happened that I remember that was like 20 years ago. Like, I really remember. So I want to see what that's actually like. Yeah. I, I feel like you're jumping in the pond a little too late here. You know what? We don't want you. I don't want you to watch the show. Why don't you watch Amazing Race? Well, how about whenever I move like two blocks down, I'll come over and we can watch it. Yeah, by the way, (laughs) I really wish that wasn't true, but you're looking at houses two blocks away from me. Yeah, because you're the Messiah. No. Okay. See, now there comes the compliment again. (laughs) I'm feeling weird, and I feel like I'm just going to randomly see you walk by my house one day and be like, hey, Taylor. Like, Matt, this is... Great morning for a walk, isn't uh, it? (laughs) You had to take some turns to get here. You've been pacing up and down the same street. A surprise seeing you here. Oh, crazy day. Crazy day. I don't... What What are you trying to do here? I'm not trying to do anything. I feel like you are. Nah. What's your game? I don't have any game. What are you playing at? I can't... I'm no, I don't know how to play chess, so how could I even play uh, a crossword puzzle? Because you know how to play checkers. No, I don't know how to do that. I can't That's even, a lie. I can't even do a word search puzzle. Well, I believe that one, but I you can't play you, Boggle. What's Boggle? Where you hit the cup and then makes all the different letters and you write down the words. Dude, I can't do Boggle. I just say A. I mean, how many Boggles can you get? Boggle. Boggle? Yeah. Like B O G G L E. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll bring it over whenever I come over. Oh, great. Yeah. I'm sure it's a wonderful time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but these these games last weekend were were bad. The I did really enjoy the Texans-Jets game, and I was really surprised going into it because I was like, this is terrible. I wish I was doing anything else right now. This is awful. I took like seven like five-minute micro-dose naps in the first half, and then I was like, wait a second. The Jets are throwing the football? They're blitzing Deshaun Watkins? Deshaun Watson, I'm so I'm so mad. I'm <laughs> so mad. Yes. The NFL Network, they called him Deshaun Watkins, and now I I Al Marchello is the first one to do it week four, and now I can't stop calling him Deshaun Watkins. But the Jets blitzed Deshaun Watkins a bunch. Deshaun a bunch. Yeah, like the Texans actually do things about it and play an interesting game. Instead of just, you know, like have three touchdown drives, maybe, and have the defense be really good. Man. What are you talking about right now? You are impressed by your team. You even told me earlier, before this even started, yeah, I feel that this, about you them. feel better about your Texans yeah. team that they beat the Jets. I do feel better. In a close game, you feel better about your team now. Yeah, because this is not, look, Taylor, this is deep brain thinking here. This what? isn't surface level stuff. What? This isn't the sky's pretty because it's blue. It's more like the sky's pretty because. Uh, beyond the sky is the sun and then past the sun is a black hole like we're getting deeper in this thinking so here's here's the thing with the that's texans. some interstellar stuff man <laughs> yeah that's where we're at so yes the texans barely beat a bad team by one score on paper you know it should trouble you barely beating a team entering the postseason but the reason why i'm more excited for the texans now in the playoffs is because teams are actually throwing the ball against them they're actually blitzing to sean watson and now it's not going to be a surprise to the Texans. Now they can actually start doing things to deal with these strategies that teams are going to employ in January. Instead of it be like a big surprise whenever uh, Patrick Mahomes is thrown for 450 yards and six touchdowns against them because nobody threw the ball against Sharice Ryan all year. And so that's why I feel better. And also, like I like what they did. They ran a lot more quick passes. Uh, they threw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins a lot more. They actually had to yeah, move, I would move say J.J. So Watt to the inside. It's a wonderful day. Yeah. yeah, I'd say they threw it to him quite a bit. Yeah, it was cool. And they moved J.J. Watt to the inside, put Clowney Merciless their nickel package on the defensive line. It's put their best pass rushing unit out there. So there's a lot of things I really like that I've been willing to do all year. Now they're finally starting to do it. And now I think they're actually going to be playing a strategy that can actually be a team that can throw the football. And maybe, just maybe, they can score 31 points in a game and make a January game that should be a blowout, like, interesting. Or, like, should be close, at least. Matt, I'm going to say that everything you just said was a whole load of nonsense. Because my question is, they went into the playoffs right now and faced the Colts. Would they win? Uh, I would still pick against them. Okay. Then, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm but so I would, glad. No, 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 no. We're done. We're no, done. No, no, no. You feel so much better. No, but, but, but you still wouldn't choose this your is team. A, this is the difference, It's though. this easy for me, man. You're a traitor. You don't like <laughs> your team. You just said a whole bunch of nonsense. All right. This is a difference, though. If you asked me that before this game. you no, the no, no. Jets. No, all right. Ask me the question twice, right? So ask me the question again. So if your team went into the playoffs now and they played against the Colts, who would win? No, they would lose. <laughs> no, no. Now ask me again, but the Texans just played the Jets. Ask me it again now. Then now you're asking me it with the frame of mind the Texans just beat the Jets. Okay. So if the Houston Texans went into the playoffs and they faced the Colts, who would win? 
Uh, the Colts probably. That's <laughs> so, the difference. So you're saying the brief one to two second pause is enough to say, yeah, you know, I my team's it. a little better today. Yeah, I got to think about I like about my them. team. Instead of just being like, oh, they would lose. Now it's, yeah, I, they may have a shot to actually beat them. It'd you know, be a better game now. You know, with even last week with how bad football was, you know what it showed? The entire NFL is open. Yeah. Who is, like, there's no dominant team by any stretch of the imagination. So the fact that you are not confident in your team where they could get on a run, which is what they're Their on. secondary is terrible. And oh they have to play God. four teams that can throw the ball. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't need the negativity because this week I need your Hot team teams. to beat the Eagles. I need this to happen. This is the week. No, nope, you're, you're giving me a weird look right now. I don't you're, talking, see. you're talking the wrong tree right now. See, this is the problem with you. And I knew, I even wrote it down right here. Did you want to? Did you choose this game because you are picking against your team once again? Yes. I'm going See, to. I knew it. You only want to talk about the Texans with me when you're picking against them, and you're no, telling me right. No, this is also like a good, interesting game too, because I want to see the Eagles as a six seed. No, wait, wait. Yeah. What are you saying to me right now here? All right. So I think I feel like ra- reality is a very fragile thing. And so, like, Nick Foles winning a Super Bowl last year was, like, really weird. It's something that should never happen. And, like, it can't happen again. Like, we can't be doing this again. We can't have Nick Foles come in as a sixth seed, win multiple playoff games, get back to the Super Bowl. So I, I need just to, like, firmly concrete, this is real, that they play the divisional round, they play the wild card round, and they just lose, like, 31 to 14. Like, I need that. No. Okay. Like it's it's like a physicist. Like this is a model here. So my my entire thing though when it comes to this game, the Eagles secondary is still completely gone. Except for Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. He's really good. It's I still don't think Malcolm Jenkins going one on one against Hopkins is really gonna do oh, anything. Well he's also a safety, so he's not gonna come. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, yeah. But he'll come on over the top against Hopkins yeah. most likely over I like watching else. him tackle people too. Yeah. Either way though, I feel like the Texans have a, well, see, now you're making me doubt it, dude. You're making me you you're making me angry because I am nervous right now where my team took the week off last week, which we'll talk about, because they need to win this week, but also I need the Texans to beat the Eagles just to make it set. Why Why are the Eagles winning? Nick Foles last <laughs> week wasn't that good. He wasn't, but they— He had 270 yards and one interception. Zero touchdowns. I mean, they ran for three touchdowns. What? Because they got they the could, ball closed. So here's the thing. Is it, you and, Why couldn't they have done that with Wentz? Uh, I mean, Goff had some really dumb interceptions, and like, it was—I don't know. I think it was weird because Goff—if he didn't find somebody open in three seconds, he didn't know what to do. Like, he—he he would drop back as soon as he hit his drop back, and somebody wasn't wide open. He didn't know what to do. He just threw the ball out of bounds. And like, that was his entire game last Sunday. Do you think this Eagles team likes playing with Foles more than they do Oh, they Wentz? love Foles. Okay, see, that's kind of my point here. And it's not to say, oh, Wentz isn't going to be great. I still think Wentz is partially injured here. Yeah. yeah I, and I also, think there's like, his touchdown rate last year was unsustainable, just like Deshaun Watson. He came back from an injury. The worrisome thing about him, though, this too. year is he truly was just staring at Zach Ertz the entire time. Yeah. I mean, every single he didn't game, throw the ball he's only though. staring at Zach Ertz. And with Nick Foles, everybody got involved. I mean, Jeffrey had eight receptions. Tate had five receptions. Zach Ertz had only three receptions at 22 yards, which is really kind of normal tight end numbers. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It seems like the Eagles— And they ran a lot of two tight ends. That's that game, too, with him yeah. and Goder. Do they play Is harder it... for Foles than they do wins? I don't know. I, don't, I just think, like, it, 
The one thing that Foles did really well last week was he threw the ball up to Alshon Jeffrey, and Akeem Talib was not ready to play football yet last week. Like, Talib was terrible. He couldn't tackle. Jeffrey just, like, stood over him, jumped over him. And, like, all Foles, the only thing Foles did well was just throw the ball downfield to Jeffrey. And the rest was like, yeah, here's a little short pass. They ran the ball well. Uh, Philly's offensive lines was in Nesky back. Uh, so they have their best offensive line available. Nobody's hurt anymore. I think that's also helped too in that game because they ran the ball pretty well against uh, St. Louis. Los Angeles, I mean. It was like the biggest upset. <laughs> what was it, in Vegas for since 1996 really? or something? Yeah. They said it was the craziest thing that ever happened. Hmm. And this is my thing. and Everybody is now laughing because everybody thinks that the Eagles are now going to go on this magic carpet ride. It can't happen. Once again. You're telling me it can't happen, but yet it you're better going not to happen. Pick, you're picking them this week. Yeah. And the main re- well... I'm just also there's but two reasons, you, but yet you were confident in your team after the Jets game. So why? I'm more confident in them. Well, then what's going on? Well, the thing is about this game is that I think they can't cover Alshon Jeffrey at all. They can't cover Golden Tate. They can't cover Zach Ertz. They can't cover Dallas Goddard. The only shot they have is to have a really good pass rush, and they're gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be hard to rush the passer. The Rams can rush the passer against them. Houston's gonna have trouble rushing the passer against them as well too. And I don't think Philly's going to run the ball that much. And when they do, they run it in an interesting way with a lot of different pooling. Uh, Runs the weak side, even when like, they have two tight ends on the other side. They do some cute things, and they can take advantage of wide clients' aggressiveness. But the only shot Houston has is if they actually score points. And I think Hopkins can catch a lot of touchdowns, catch a lot of footballs. I think Watson's going to actually throw the ball downfield. But I don't like – their offensive line is better than I think people give them credit for. But I'm not, so, I'm not going to say it's a really good offensive line. And they have to go against Michael Bennett, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Timmy Jernigan, Haloni Nada, Chris Long. Well, these guys are really good. And I don't think they're going to block them at all. So I think Watson either has to be like spectacular, which I think he can be, but I don't think it's going to be enough. So I think in the end, though, like, I'm going to feel better even after this game. I think Houston's going to lose a close game. But they're going to lose it throwing the ball downfield and doing some things that they're going to have to do to even win a game in the playoffs. If you were playing against Carson Wentz, would that change your mind? Uh, no, I've been. No. Ooh, you're even thinking about it. I don't think. No, I don't think so. I would still pick Philly even with Wentz. I still can't believe that you're picking Philly on this. I have more confidence in your team only because, just like you're even saying, Hopkins. I feel like he's going to have a big game here. Yeah, we're talking last week where he had ten reception, 170 yards. And how many targets? He has how many targets? Eleven. Um, ooh. He only whoa. one pass he didn't catch. That's then. What are we talking about? He He's should be but, destroying the Philadelphia Eagles. And by the way, or do you like your kind of second in command now? It's Marius Thomas. Do you think he's fine. kind of an, a great addition? He's an average second wide receiver. Oh, you don't really like him. He's fine. I like him. Man, Madden. you kind of gave me a gross look there. I mean, he's fine. Ooh. Like if he's your second wide receiver, you could do worse, but you could do a lot better. Ooh, you know? it's like this tap water. It's Man. Fine. It's not cold. I wish it was colder. God, they are so lucky to have you as a fan. <laughs> I wish these crackers a little saltier. God, That's how I, feel like. <laughs> wow. I wish the salt was a little pinker. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what that means. You like pink salt? Actually, we did have pink salt. They uh, made us try it at HEB because yeah. they said it truly makes a difference. It's I just, don't know you, if it makes a you difference. You put less or not, salt but... on it and get the same amount of saltiness. I don't and I oversalt stuff, so it's nice when you just put a little bit of salt. Still get salt. That's weird. You don't seem like a salty guy. Oh. oh. I'm a salty dog. I don't know what that means. Esla, how do you say salty in Spanish? 
I don't know. That's like I only had Spanish. like six semesters of Spanish. How would I know what salty <laughs> means? <laughs> that was the myth of Sisyphus for you right there. The Sisyphean effort. Hey, you know what? I still Spanish. got it, okay? Yeah, I'm happy for you. All right, you. you know what? Thank you. Sometimes you just got to try. The pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness, baby. Yes, myth. Yeah, I mean, oh, but I, I am still really excited for this game, though. It's going to be fun. These two teams are talented. The Eagles are going to throw the ball against Houston, even though they, when they run the ball, they're going to run in interesting fashion. And I, you know, I think it's going to be fun. I, I'm picking Philadelphia to win the 31-27. And the line for this game, the Texans are two-point favorites on the road. This is terrible. They're gonna they're gonna lose by like seventeen. I hate but you I think so much. You are on. Why? Why do I have to talk to you? I need <laughs> your team to win. This is my week here. I have Texans twenty seven. I have Eagles twenty one. <laughs> All right, I'm confident in the Texans this week. You have twenty seven. I think they 21? got them. Yes, twenty seven twenty one. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like I. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. That's what you're saying. And like I told you before, when it comes to the Texans, just listen to me. I got. I, I understand the way the season's going to work. I Man, got it. Dan. You're you're really cocky over there. I am there. super I, cocky. You know what? I'm only two games behind. You're about to owe me a dinner for the year. I hope you know that. I feel like really cool right now. Like I should be wearing like a leather jacket talking about this game. Like that's how sure I am right now. Is Fonzie your idol? Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break, and you'll listen to some advertisement about. I don't know Stamps or uh, Spencer Hall's podcast, who actually gets paid by this company, or somebody else. But and, remember to hit that button. Yeah, and make sure to subscribe to the podcast. We're about to say it. Subscribe to the podcast. We're going to take a quick break. And during that break, just hit that subscribe button. And we're back. So thank you for subscribing to the show. And if you did subscribe to the show, just go ahead and do it again. So now we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys going down to Tampa, Florida. They're not going down to Tampa, Florida. The, the Tampa, the Tampa Bay, Bay is coming to the Cowboys. How do you how do you move a city into another city, Taylor? You know how you do it. Ask Jerry Jones because he made it happen. Yeah, and tell me that he would not make it happen. I heard that Tampa's like actually really fun. Actually, I, I heard it's I just like know. all like tobacco shops and strip clubs it's and steakhouses. It's desire to go, though. I don't know. No. Even though I'll say it would be pretty cool to go see a Bucks game, a, probably a Rays game. Wear a Hawaiian shirt, smoke cigars, go strip clubs, eat steaks. Isn't that kind of Miami, though? No, this, this is like... My this is like middle class Miami. It sounds. This like. is middle class Miami. Yeah. So not that type. Of yeah, Miami. it's not like eighty dollars shots. It's like six dollar Miller Lights and cigars, <laughs> and like thirty dollars steaks. That sounds like our type of place. Real businessman. Yeah, it's very class A. Yes, it's not. It's only class. It's class A like rose, you know. Uh, that's what, the bag. That's what the kids say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How you doing, fellow kids? But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I heard it's fun. I heard it's fun. I've never been to Florida though, but I want to go one day. Oh, my dad and I have been. Uh, he took me for my 16th birthday, and we went golfing. That's cool. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that in your face that I've been and you haven't. So suck on that. It's fun. I feel like that song, "The Devil Went Down to Georgia," should have been "The Devil Went Down to Florida" instead. I think it'd been a better song. I haven't been in Georgia, though. Oh. I've always wanted to go. Hey, yeah. man, you know the biggest aquarium in the world? Atlanta. Is in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, like, what? We should go sometime. Dude, we should go to that. I'm so in. I just Well, we have to go to Mississippi, then go to the Faulkner Museum, and then we go to Why Georgia. Why don't go to Mississippi? 
Uh, yeah, break an egg to save an egg. You know? That's not what I wanted to do, though. I didn't agree to this. <laughs> well, you gonna... just added a whole other area. It's on the way. It's oh, all the south. But I didn't agree. It's fine. No, no, I'm, it's not fine. I'm agreeing. I want to get to some. You know what? I'm out. Area. I'm out. I don't want to go with you. Good. Anymore. I don't want to go either. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to Dallas to play the Dallas Cowboys. So Taylor, are the Dallas Cowboys back? Oh, all right. You know what's the weirdest thing? Is that when your team loses and they're the Dallas Cowboys, a lot of people all of a sudden come up to you and start talking a yeah, whole bunch of smack. Saying. I was like, how do you do, deal with it? I get so tired of it. It's so, okay. It's like, I wouldn't want to talk about the Cowboys all the time. That's all you're stuck doing. It's like defending the Dallas Cowboys. At this point, it's so fresh Because I feel like I am a realist when it comes to the team. I don't think, oh, we're the Super Bowl bound or anything like that. I feel like I'm a little unrealistic with it, but holy crap, this, I showed up to work and literally, <laughs> hey, Taylor, Taylor, yeah, I guess you can't score a point, huh? Yeah, I guess your team, yeah, I guess they already won their Super Bowl, huh? And this is like I, all right when you walk in the door. Yeah, and by the way, it's by Saints fans, just to let you know, but it's almost like you wait until they lose and then you want to yeah. talk your smack to me. Also, this proves Dallas Cowboys are America's team because people care if they lose. That's the idea that I have to you. Good. It's they care if they lose. They care if they win. No matter what, you care about the Cowboys. I, but I think people don't like the Cowboys because but you always care. Tired. I don't care. I'm so tired but of hearing about. You care about, about them. how much you hate them. I would like the Cowboys more if I have to hear about them all the time. But not listening to sport, not watching Sports Center, and being an adult has helped me enjoy the Cowboys more. Like I like this Cowboys team. I do too. And my thing is, for last week, even I even talked about it with you. It it wasn't something I was confident in by any means. That was the first game where I felt like this wasn't a must win. And you know what? They sure as hell made it seem like that because the offense has looked bad all season and everyone's like, oh, it was a shutout. We went forward on fourth down a couple times instead of kick a field goal. Yeah, yeah. The shutout doesn't truly bother me. It's like that Colts game against the Jags. Like, oh, how did they get shut by the Jags? They missed three fourth and ones. Yeah. You know, that's what happens. And the NFL is having to get shut out. And the whole idea is if you go for it and it's successful, you're looked at as a genius. You go for it and you miss it, then you're a failure. Yeah. It, it comes with the territory. But in the end, I was disappointed in the defense because, seriously, Mac just destroyed us. Yeah. That wasn't even funny. Well, it wasn't, I, their offensive line dominated that entire game. Like the Colts' defensive line and offensive line dominated Dallas. And that was what was surprising about it. Yeah, him. and that was just kind of out of ordinary for me. But, for again, I feel like they took the week off, and I'm okay with it. This week, you better not take the week off because I'm not going to New York next week in December and <laughs> playing to try to make the playoffs in Philly because you're not confident in your team were to beat the Texans. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I, oh, my God. I need the Cowboys to beat the Bucks. These are the Bucks with Jameis Winston, which after the season, by the way, hey, bu- the Bucks. Bucks. Suck, you yeah, know? Yeah, where, where's Jameis going? He's going to be there for another year. I thought his contract was up. No, he has a fifth-year option. So they're have, they're. Getting, I thought it was the team option. Yeah, it's a, the team already gave him his fifth-year option, but they can re, they can rescind it and then not have to pay him next year. But it's on one year, like yeah. fourteen million. They're gonna do it. 
What? Yeah. Well, no, what? Why would you pay him? him? What else are they going to do? What are you? Oh, you got to draft you're a only, quarterback. You got to do but something. But you're only paying him $14 million. Let me ask you this. Who would you rather have, Jameis Winston or Blake Bortles? Jameis, I think. Really? Yeah, because like Jameis, there's an unknown to it. It's like Bortles can win Wait, every... Wait, what's the difference? I, don't, I mean, like, if he stops throwing interceptions so often, you may have a decent quarterback. What if? Okay, let me throw this in there. What if the team is in London? Oh, yeah, go Blake then. Uh-huh. The thing about Boros is Boros can be a, a, the 16th best quarterback in football if everything else is perfect. If the defense is perfect, if you have a lead, if you have a good power run game, if he's just throwing 70 yard passes and they're running forever, if he only has to make like two throws a game, if he can run for first downs, if all of that's going, he can be fine. But if it isn't like that, you, you can't win games at all. And that's what we saw this year at Jacksonville. I just feel like when it comes to the Bucks, I don't know where they're going. And my my kind of whole- nobody ever know where they're going. They just kind of like they're like a fungus down there. Are you impressed with Mike Evans? What, where would you rank Mike Evans like on the wide receiver scale? He should he should have played volleyball instead. What? He would have been the greatest volleyball player of all time. Do you even watch men's volleyball? No. Then well, how would you could even say it? Wait, how would you even be able to say that if you don't even watch men's volleyball? Have you seen a volleyball player with tattoos? I don't no. know what that's supposed to mean. He's like a he be like you don't even watch volleyball, so you don't even know if they have tattoos. Imagine or not. going to the net and seeing Mike Evans there. He just he out jumps everybody and he grabs everything. He's really strong and he's scary. He has tattoos. Are you just wanting to see him in like short shorts or something? I don't wear shorts that short in men's volleyball. Oh, you you said you didn't watch, so I, how would you know? I play men's volleyball. You don't wear, play men's volleyball. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Okay, you know what? Can we get back to the ball? Yeah, okay, my the whole thing is. Mike Evans, is, would he be a top five receiver like on another team? Because would you even rank him in your top five? No. Is he a top ten? Maybe like ninth. Dang. The thing about him is like he's great whenever he whenever you're throwing the ball downfield consistently and he can jump over guys and make, and make catches. But like he's never been, but he's always been like in a vertical deep throwing offense. Never anything that gets like consistent targets, you know. And so by kind of fall, or not necessarily consistent targets, but... It's kind of like by default, he's not going to have like a bunch of first downs. He's not going to have a ton of catches. He's more of a guy who stretches the field and that sort of thing. So, Jameis Winston, man, 2,311 yards, 14 TDs, and 13 interceptions. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you do with that. Do you think he's eating too many W's? Do you think that's the problem? I like in his free time, no, I he's I eating too many W's, and that's why. These numbers are a little what they are. I mean, I'm going to give him the reasonable doubt yeah, here. Yeah, you should. The problem is he's, he's eating too many I's and not of W's. That's the problem. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa, the play on words. Yeah. Hello, hello. A double entendre. You know? <laughs> I stands for himself and interceptions. So my whole point was... Do now the Bucks draft a, a quarterback? No, I don't think so. They're gonna give. Wait, wait, what do you mean you don't? So what do I'm they do, you, Matt? Matt, what do they do? Because they're after, gonna okay, do it again. <laughs> okay, okay. So if you're telling they're me they do, do it for it the one more year, though, if they do it for the one more yeah, year, so do what do they do it after the year? What, what are they doing after the one year? Probably going with somebody else. I mean, unless they. So I, why not draft one now? No, they're not going to. I mean, it seems like they have they're a running back, but they now. have the they have the and worst. Barber, Barber's pretty solid. They can't run the ball. Man, right. you even gave Barber a gross look. No, it's hey, not you. Hate the Bucks. it's not Barber. The Bucks can't run the football. They've had the worst. Barber def- had like eighty six yards last game. That's pretty solid. That's like the first time it's ever happened. It was it was nice. It was a good day. <laughs> but they ha- they have like the thirty first worst defense in football. 
the Raiders is the only defense that's older and they're, that's worse, and they're all just a bunch of old men. But like, you, I think they're just going to put more money in the defense, spend more on the defense, draft on the defense, and say, hey, let's just try it again. Our offensive line's decent enough. Well, let's get another guard to make, help our run game out. Uh, we, we'll, we'll lose to Sean Jackson. We'll get somebody else. But, yeah, they're just going to do it all over again. And they're not going to be very good, but, you know, they're going to do it again. All right, so my thing is. Oh, no, I'm going to say one last thing about oh, Tampa. Yeah. The, the interception leaders, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston. <laughs> They've thrown 30 interceptions combined with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston. They should just play them both. Isn't that beautiful? They should really play them they both. They should do the college football thing. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of just switch off series. After every interception, you guys switch off. Yeah. Play <laughs> yeah. it's pretty much hot potato, guys. Yeah. You throw it to the other team, you sit down, and you give it to the other guy. Yeah. That's pretty genius. Dirk Cutter's on the cover of Sports Illustrated revolutionized the game of football by just pulling each quarterback after interception. <laughs> what is he doing to change what the game? What is he doing? This is what he He's doing. a super genius. <laughs> this is how he is. He controls the team. <laughs> yep. That's what he does. All right. So. I would fire him, though, for sure. <laughs> no, no. Come on, man. Okay, wait, wait. You say you would fire him, but you won't get rid of Jameis. Yeah, keep Jameis, fire him, draft in the defense, say, let's give him a shot. You are absolutely <laughs> insane. That makes zero sense. All right, I'm going back to my team here. And do we have a shot, man? Right, do you think that I do you think that my team is going to pull the <laughs> ultimate Dallas move? Do you think this is going to be history where the Cowboys have become the laughing stock once again? People come up to me, says, Taylor, Cowboys suck, ha, ha. I would, I would move if I was you. I would, like, <laughs> quit my job, find a different job as not being a football fan and just, like, mask it. If they if lose side, this week, man, I may cry. <laughs> like, this is my week. This is the week I'm cashing in on here. Yeah. I, if they lose, so, I don't know what I'll do. So, like, I have a lot of personality flaws, but one of them that is not, that I stick to is I don't, I don't lie. I make sure to tell the truth. You lie to me all the time. I'm always honest. But I I was wrong. I lied to you two weeks ago when I said losing to the Philadelphia Eagles would be the most Dallas Cowboys thing ever. That's not true. <laughs> the most Dallas Cowboys thing ever would be losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home and then losing to the New York Giants on the road and then watching the Eagles win these last two games and win the division. That would be the most Dallas Cowboys thing ever. Why are you putting that out in the universe? Like, why are you saying those things? I've been playing too much Diablo 3. I thought we were like friends. I'm evil now. What? I'm, in a cra- I'm a not necromancer. I don't... I'm necromancer. Stop talking about necromancers. <laughs> it's necromancer. See, I'm going to start talking about comics. Don't do this. I'm not. I'm just adding... No, no. You. You're talking too much Diablo Well, how right do you now. feel? Do you think you're going to win? No. No, no. <laughs> in all honesty. Are you worried about Jameis just throwing the ball a lot? Are you no. worried about your offense faltering? I'm worried about the offense. That's all I'm worried about. Are you worried about turnovers? Yes. I'm worried about both Zeke fumbling. I'm worried about just... I want to seal this game. This is the game. This, they did it to themselves. I need this game as a fan. Like, Just solidify the win. There shouldn't even be a struggle. This should be easy. You go out there. You do your job. Put the, the plastic bag over the head. Go over Cut 100 the yards. Dak, you, yeah. I need 200 yards out of 250. you. 250. Yeah, yeah. We'll yards. even do the 50 yards additional. Yeah. No turnovers. No turnovers. If I have no turnovers, we win the game. Yeah. If I have... You know what? I'll even give them one turnover. Then you probably have three and still in the game. Okay, no, if I have three, I'm not. No, I'm well, not. Well, like, in this. Baltimore ran for 200 plus yards last week. Dallas should run for over 200 yards this game. They shouldn't have. It shouldn't be. I understand, like, losing the Colts 23 0 was sad or scary or whatever. The Colts are good, though. 
They, you know, you were mentioned about fourth down. They didn't. They lost line streamers on both sides of the ball. Their defensive line, offensive line, they come out to play the game. But I think they'll be fine this week. The issue is, though, it's all about if my offensive line is healthy, man. Yeah, he Connor. Everybody like left Connor, and right. Connor Williams is really bad. Connor Williams is horrible. He also looks like he weighs 250 pounds. And it's every single time he gets beat and he gets called for a hold because his move is I'm going to wrap my arm around yeah. your throat. That's all I have. How much do you think he weighs? I, to be honest, I even thought it was less. I thought people were saying like 230. Yeah, he looks. Like I thought it was really that low. Yeah, like I'm bigger than he is. Yeah, it's. Or six. You're skinny. Man, you need to eat a sandwich. <laughs> like, good lord. I'm getting five pounds. Slender man so is based far. off of you. No, I weigh, I weigh 220 right now. I'm fat right now. <laughs> I gained five pounds this month. These oh. last two months. Oh, yeah. Eating your your spinach and beans? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I've been bad, man. What have you been eating? Yesterday, I ate some pasta with some chicken. <laughs> and I ate, like, two tamales and some beans and, like, a piece of cake and... I don't know, my my diet's messed up, but I'm gonna get back on the track in January because it's I'm gonna crystallize and it's a new year, new me. Live, laugh, love, 2019. Here we come. <laughs> live, live, laugh, love. Here we come, 2019. All right, um, you need to get out of my house. All right, so what's your pick for this game? Obviously, I'm confident. Like I said, I believe my team is gonna go out there, do its business, win this game, solidify the division. We're good to go in the playoffs. Dallas 28, Bucks 13. Let's do this. Good. Are you going to get an NFC East Division Championship shirt if they win? No, I'm not that guy at all. Okay? <laughs> I'm not that guy. All I want is the playoff experience for Zeke and for Dak and for Cooper. Yeah. Because either way, my issue is I, I just want after this season, who has control over the offense, raise your hand. Linehan, Garrett, you're both fired. Get out of this room. Mm. That's all I want. Yeah. Yeah, I got uh, Dallas winning 24-17. I think they're going to go up big, and then, like, James is going to throw some garbage stuff, and they may – ooh, are they going to do it? Is Dallas going to blow, and then it won't happen? Well, I'm off for 10 days, so I'll be able to watch it. Oh, good. You know, vacation, you right? Me, you want me to walk over and we watch games on Sunday? No, no, because, <laughs> you know, it's my Christmas vacation uh, from high school. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Dang, you know, that is my, pretty cool. Yeah, my high school classes. I wish, man. I wish. I'm going. I'm going camping next weekend. <laughs> All right. Nice. So the next game we have here are the Chicago Bears going to San Francisco. The Chicago Bears won the division last weekend. They are the NFC North division championships. They're currently slated to be the number three seed, and they're only four point favorites. I'm guessing that line is low because the San Francisco 49ers are becoming a juggernaut right now, and the Bears have nothing to play for, nothing to live for. Uh, just like myself. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for me, Matt, can you explain something to me? Why was it a big deal that the Bears beat the Packers last week? Because they never beat the Packers. But the Packers have been horrible. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They so what lose are they bragging time. about? It's everyone like made an article. They mentioned it on the media. Did you see the party that the Bears threw in their locker yeah. room? That was Celebrating the, too early. That I believe that too. I was like, the regular season is not even over. I get it. You just won the division, but what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I think, like, but like, even the Saints had a big celebration. They won the division. Like it happens, you know. It shouldn't happen. You won I the do division. Like, I do like winning get? the division. Though it's cool. Oh really? So you think that winning the division in the regular season? Hey, ask Marvin Lewis. 
How's winning the division and making the playoffs? What what happened? Winning the division is cool, man. Oh yeah, I'm what more, I'm when more excited whenever I love when Houston wins the AFC South. It's the only thing I care about. You don't care about your team. I care about the AFC South. You don't care about your team at all. Care about the AFC South? No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Wait, who else do you care about? I love all the four of those teams. They're my favorite teams. <laughs> Imagine me as life. having as having four breasts, just breastfeeding all four of them. Four breasts, breastfeeding yeah. all of them. You yeah. want quintuplets? No, four. Is that quintuplets? I thought that was quintuplets. I feel like it'd be like quadtuplets. No, I'm pretty quad. sure I'm right. I thought it sounds like five. Quinn sounds like five. Man, we <laughs> quad muppets sounds better. I feel like it has to be quad something. Because you have triplets, quit maybe quadplets. No, you know what? I'm right on this. All right, moving on here. So I'm going to go back to the 49ers. Matt, you love the bad team, so I wanted to bring this game up because this is the ultimate bad here. We have the Bears that aren't playing for everything. The 49ers, I think, are a great no, like, bad. Because, 49ers, whoa, Cardinals Whoa, whoa is you're not game. allowed to be finished. I know, but this isn't the same thing as a bad game, though. I'll go, it's not the same thing. You like bad teams. 49ers, Cardinals would be... A bad game at the end of the year. This okay. wouldn't be it. You know what? I'm tired of you interrupting me sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm, now, let me finish here. Thank you. Snick Mullen's the real deal. Yeah. Past two weeks here. Seahawks. Beating the Seahawks last week by in the overtime by three. That's an incredible performance. And the week before against the Denver Broncos against your Case Keenum, who you love so much. I love him. The 49ers, for me, are the real deal. <laughs> and with Mike Shanahan... I think he's... Kyle Shanahan. No, no, no. Mike Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. No, no, no. I'm going to say Mike. Like That's fine. Exactly. Come on. Why are you interrupting me sometimes? God. I'm just making... The, the listeners listen to this podcast for the facts and the, and the analysis. All right, fine. Just for the sake of the listeners, I'll call him Kyle. All right. All right. Go. Either way, he's on his third quarterback. Every single position, he's really on the second string. The only person that has been playing is Kittle. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has been out and about. Brita, I think Brita is such a great running back. He's just never healthy. Yeah. I was really big on him at the beginning of the year. He truly let me down. It's like, but every single time he's in the game, I feel like he's going to make a move. Yeah. He's going to he's going to like swing to the side. He's going to catch a pass. I think he's a great running back, but man, he can't stay healthy. Those ankles, game. you know. It's the ankles, but it's also the shoulder. It's everything when it comes to Brita. And maybe I just, he should get stronger this offseason. Maybe you should get stronger in the offseason. I'm off trying season. to get stronger this offseason. You're not trying to get stronger. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What I'm are you a, doing right now? I'm going to bench press like 165 pretty soon. What maybe are you doing right now? <laughs> I'm scratching a dog. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm like a baby. The thing about the Niners is like ever since Garoppolo's been hurt, the season's been over for him. So like, I really haven't watched San Francisco a whole lot this year. Just because like it was immediate. They're like, oh, can San Francisco still compete? No, their defense is terrible. It's not going to happen. And like the year since then has just been kind of like, what, what do they have? So my, my question for you, though, is Nick Mullen. Is it Mullins or Mullins? It's Mullins. All right, Nick Mullins. Is he the best rookie quarterback of his class? Yeah. Yeah. We're right. going to go. We're going to go with it. I'm a real believer. That what they, type of traits do you like about him? I actually just like how he seems to be able to read the field yeah. a lot quicker than what I was expecting. But – Here's my thing, though. That's why I'm kind of pumping the brakes. Is it him? Because Beat Hard was playing just as good, or is it Kyle? I feel like Kyle's Kyle actually makes a any re- quarterback win. That's kind of what my point yeah. here. I just feel like he's he's a coach that simplifies the offense for the quarterback that he has. 
I'm putting more of it on him, and I think it's impressive. I think he's a real deal, and he's just getting the short end of the stick yeah. because none of his guys are healthy. Hell, I hope that it continues to be this way, and maybe 49ers will blame him, get rid of him, and he comes to Dallas. Good. I'm Woo! Yeah, no, I, I mean, Kyle Shanahan's a great offensive coordinator. He's done a really good job as a head coach considering what he's had so far. And also, like, losing Garoppolo, like, he was in a position to do nothing at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so what's interesting, though, is, like, they could probably trade Mullen to, like, or Mullins to Oakland, you know, for a second-round pick and get something off of him. They're going to have a top-five pick again. The only bad decision that, well, Ruben Foster uh, getting kicked out of the league was a, was bad for him. And then also, Frank uh, Solomon's been terrible. They're outside linebacker. They drafted high from Stanford. So they missed on their front seven, but DeForest Buckner's type of guy. I was going to say, Buckner's pretty damn incredible. Him. Yeah. By the way, they make the Pro Bowl. See that? Who cares? Oh, whoa. I thought I, you get like a bonus in your paint. That's why the players care, though. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 I'm talking about me as a fan. I don't care. I like the all pro teams, but I don't care about the pro bowl teams. Yeah, you know what? Fine. Whatever. We'll go by your rules, right? This is the match show. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe. My house, my rules, my my heated swimming pool. All right. So on reverse here, when it comes to the Chicago Bears, yeah. big party in the whole locker room. Do you believe in this team? Do you think they could go to the Dome in New Orleans and actually beat Drew Brees and the Saints, especially with how they've been looking lately? They have the best defense in football. I and agree. that's one of the things we can just say. And it's nice. Like you can just say that with certainty. He's like, yeah, the Bears have the best defense in football. And anybody says anything differently, they're wrong. I mean, the Cowboys have the best defense in football. Like I the, think everybody knows that. No, they don't. Okay. But the Bears <laughs> have the best defense in football. But Yeah, I mean, I, I would say so. They would give them a shot. I would still pick New Orleans, though, at home against Chicago. Really? And you know what? But that's kind of my thing. We'll get into New Orleans and then, as well. Another reason why, too, is that the Saints have a – Bad passing defense, but it's gotten better lately. But they have a really good run defense. And so I'm not really worried about like Trubisky like having four seconds to throw and pick him apart, you know. Are you kind of a believer in Trubisky? I mean, he's he seems to be like the Chicago Bears like shining light. And it's not pretty <laughs> what he does. Yeah, it, it just works for this team. Well, Maggie's been like, awesome too. I mean, twenty for twenty eight, two thirty six and two TDs. I mean, it's not bad. It's good. It's it's solid. It works. For a Chicago Bears quarterback, that's like being nailed to a cross. And that's how good that is. So do you think that this Chicago Bears dominance is going to continue for years on? With that defense, I mean, it's, it's not like it's a Super Bowl defense. So, yeah. I mean, and also, like, they, I think they have a higher, they have a high potential on offense. But things like football, things change real fast. But, yeah, I do like the Bears going forward long term. AR-15, you think he's going to stay healthy? Yeah, you, I think you like so. that AR fifteen. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's like AK forty seven. Yeah, Andre Karolinko. Yeah, there. Yeah. Oh my God, Andre Karolinko, Utah mm-hmm. Jazz, baby. Yeah. My one of my favorite things to watch the Bears play. I'm like, ooh, who's that? Whenever I see like a really great catch, I'm like, oh yeah, they have Allen Robinson. He's really good. <laughs> you forget about that whenever you watch the Bears play. It's usually Robinson that they try to get the ball, but usually it's Cohen that gets the ball. Yeah, he's my favorite. Yeah. Well, he's everybody's favorite. Well, I wrote I wrote an article on him week one last year. Do oh, yeah? You, do you so, want to see it? Yeah, you know what? So are you saying that you called his greatness? No, I saw him first. Oh, wait. So you're saying that you called his greatness? Yeah, it's so like, you know, you, you go to see a band live, and there's like 15 people there, and nobody's buying t-shirts at all, and then you go see him live like four, four years later, and the concert's sold out, they're playing a big venue. 
That's what it's like with me and Tariq Cohen. So the people that are saying that Cohen is good, you're just saying that no, they're that posers and followers. No, I'm not saying that. And that you are the only I'm one that's like, you're that driving the bandwagon no. and everybody is hopping in on it is what you're no, telling me. I don't drive a bandwagon. I just ride something and put it out there. How do you have fans? How do you have fans? Taylor, I have 10,000 Twitter followers. How do people hit that subscribe button? I make my money on Patreon.com. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, the other thing, my thing about Trubisky too is that when he was in college, his junior year he was terrible. His senior year he was awesome, and that's what led him to become the second round pick. That's some real hard hitting stuff there. And I just feel like he he learned the position really quickly. And I think he's already learned the position really a lot quicker than when he started from as a rookie. And also Matt Nagy runs like a really easy offense, kind of like how you talk about Kyle Shanahan getting a lot of any quarterback. I feel like Nagy can do the same thing with anybody too. And I feel like he's done even an even better job than Andy Reid. Considering the talent that he has and the quarterback that he has to get what he's gotten out of his out of his roster on offense. So how do the 49ers have three backup quarterbacks that are wonderful and Pittsburgh Steelers have nobody? It's all about resource allocation. What does that even mean, Matt? It means you have a limited number of resources, draft capital, and cap space, and how you decide to use Is that what you just said? So you're telling me that those quarterbacks were expensive. Beat hard or too they, expensive for the Pittsburgh No, I'm not Steelers. saying that, but they use draft capital. They use fifth-round picks. The Steelers don't use fifth-round picks on backup quarterbacks. They used a second-round pick this year, or third-round pick this year. <laughs> yeah, they did. But he's hurt. Back. He's not playing. But before, previously, their backup quarterback was like Tommy Maddox for like 17 years, you know? You know, the one backup quarterback that I always Tony Banks. For? No, man, Dennis Dixon. Oh, and quarterback yeah. with Oregon. That oh, was cool. Oh, he was the greatest thing to and watch. They, and they then he went down. He was my favorite. With Jonathan Stewart, Dennis Dixon running the Oregon offense. They made me an Oregon fan. Always remember that. But I do want to talk about one more thing before we end this segment about Chicago. Yeah. Last week against Aaron Rodgers. God, do I hate Aaron Rodgers. That's what I want to talk about now. What a douchebag. He, why do people apologize? Matt, he is the most overrated quarterback of all time. Of all time, the most overrated quarterback. He has one Super Bowl. He is no better than Joe Flacco. He's better than Joe Flacco. Why? He's had like 13 really good years. Flacco had a good four-game stretch. Better than anybody else on planet Earth. Why do you say that? Because have you looked well, at the numbers? I mean, Fla- Flacco uh, the is, playoff Flacco is oh, entirely yeah. no, different. No, Flacco's peak is unreachable. That's Nirvana. Like, but that, that's what I mean. Yeah, you can't. Aaron Rodgers didn't reach that. Yeah, but like you're talking about consistent, sustain, sustained success. Over what success has Aaron Rodgers had and sustained? Winning, you know, ten games, twelve games, throwing oh. forty five hundred yards. Oh yeah, what about the past two seasons now, Matt? What about it? Mike McCarthy's fault. Mike McCarthy, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Excuses I, for him. It makes no sense. Every other quarterback, it is their fault. With Aaron Rodgers, it is not their fault. I mean, like I don't get it. Things like their whole offensive line's hurt. Their defense is hurt. It's the end of the year. You can't like taking them happen last week and then. Throw in the next year or whatever. The Packers will be good again next year. Rodgers is really good. Rodgers sucks. Imagine they keep Joe Philbin as their head coach, though. By the way, Philbin, <laughs> yes. All the way. I'm a believer. Yeah. After hard knocks, I believe in Philbin. After Shrek 1. Wait, what do you mean I'm, Shrek 1? I'm a believer. Wait, no. Yeah. Smash Mouth, come on. No, Shrek. Shrek wrote that song. No. Mike Myers wrote that song. Wait, is it Smash Mouth? 
Yeah, Mike Myers. Wait, right? <laughs> wait, no. Why no, it's just, about... it's just me stuck. No, no, that's not Smash Mouth. Well, so I guess the thing is, the Bears are the best defense in football. If you want a good, a great defense to win, you have to vote. You have to root for the Bears this postseason. And like they're the only like legitimately great defense around. Like, the Texans have a great run defense, not a great pass defense. Um, the Ravens have like a really good defense, but not a great defense. And so the Bears are really fun. Uh, I'm going to pick the Bears to win this game 30-12. to 12. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I'm as bad as you, but I got the Bears 28. I got 49 or 17. I build them up with Kyle, and, yeah, I still don't. I just don't think they can beat the Bears. Yeah, and I just I just don't think the Bears are going to not play this game. I think Week yeah, 17 exactly. they won't play to give themselves a bye, but they're going to play this week. I agree. All right, so if you're listening to the show still, make sure to subscribe. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back in a second. And we're back. So the last game we're going to talk about tonight is the are the are the I guess it'd be are the Steelers are the Steelers heading to New Orleans to play? No, the Saints are heading to Pittsburgh. What is the matter with you? Is the damn Steelers versus the Saints? Are the, the marbles out of your mouth? No, like this is why I like to rise. I can say things like. Like that, and be like, oh, I can just edit it. You know, I can be really dumb and then make it smarter. This, I can't. This is just it. This is it. What? This is. You're ridiculous. Okay. Are you so, gonna know this is the game the you steal, wanted to the talk Steelers, about? The Steelers. The Steelers. I the Steelers here are six point favorites over the New Orleans Saints, and that can't be right. What? Yeah, it is. Wait. Oh my god. There's no way. That's You're right. like looking it up right now just to see. No, I'm not looking it up. That'd be unprofessional. And the, you know what? I exude out every cell in my body, every mitochondria in my sores, every pus in my pore. It's professionalism. That's what comes out. Oh my yeah, the Steelers are actually six point. No, they can't be right. You're I'm still looking. You're still looking Dude, at your own research and you're not even believing what you're seeing. I have no idea how to read this. You're losing your damn mind. All right. You know what? Yeah, the, still going to talk about the it. Saint, okay? The Saints are six-point favorites. I figured, okay. it out. I figured it out. Great. Wait, you want to talk? Keep going. So my favorite thing about – there's only one thing I like about the New Orleans Saints anymore, and that's after they win a game watching Teddy Bridgewater dance because there's this giant lurking underneath the sea. He's there in these troublesome waters. You think everybody, everything's all right out there. Oh, look, everybody having fun. They're winning games. They think – Oh, we're gonna be winning games forever. We're gonna win tons of Super Bowls. That's not true because Teddy Bridgewater, they're gonna play that little flute and they're gonna come out of the sea like the Green Rangers dinosaur thing, and he's gonna destroy the NFL. He's gonna play for like Tampa next year or Jacksonville, and they're gonna go like twelve and four. Okay. And so that's the best part about the Saints game okay. are the Periscope videos afterwards. Okay. So you wanted to talk about the Saints and Steelers, and you bring up the Teddy Bridgewater nonsense. Okay, let me actually talk about the real game at hand here. When it comes to the New Orleans Saints, I am not confident in the team that I have been seeing. I feel like the Dallas Cowboys actually crushed them. You think they- <laughs> I feel like they crushed their hopes and dreams. You're America, you are welcome. The, but here's also the issue. New Orleans Saints, are they just acting like this because they're on the road? Once they get back to the Dome in the playoffs, well, it's all over. That. They've been playing outside. They've been on the road. But it's also kind of good for them, too, because their defense has been bad all year. Their past defense especially. And now, 
now it's uh it's been better. But last week's game though, I wouldn't take a whole lot into it because Cam Newton's shoulder doesn't work. Oh my god! It did was, you? I told you. I was gonna. I was vomiting. I texted you last week and I said that he looks like Markel Fultz throwing a football. It's like he he just can't reach his shoulder above his head. Well, I guess nobody can, but he can't put his arm above his head. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It was disgusting. That second-to-last throw before the game was over, I've never seen something so bad. Yeah, it's like he And has, people laugh at Dak, and I was like, oh, no. He's like he has his demon sitting on his shoulder, and he can't, like, raise oh, it at all. And you know what? It seems like it's in his head, too. No, I think he's legitimately hurt. No, Matt, it's in his head. Why do you have to go against okay, all right. my... All right, it's in his head. Do you remember that two-point conversion attempt he had? Yeah. Where he rolls out and then goes to throw out the wide-open guy and just throws it 150 miles per hour over his head? <laughs> it's in his head since that moment. Is that better? Yeah, that Is makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> all right, so going back to the game, I'm... I'm a little pumped. My only thing is Juju hurt his groin today. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He's going to play. He's going to play. Oh, wait. You got fantasy. I completely forgot. Yeah, Juju hurt his groin. He's going to play. So, I don't know what's going to happen with him. He was on the injury reports. He could be held out. I'm not quite sure. This is a big game. Here's my thing, though, to you. Do you think that people kind of figured out New Orleans? What I mean is if you shut down Michael Thomas – and you're forcing Drew Brees to throw to anybody else. Yeah. It doesn't work. That's one of their problems that they have. Yeah. And especially, I mean, like, they're, I mean, like, they're all about Michael Thomas's like, when everything, when they play a lot of zone or whatever, they have him to be man coverage. And now they're doubling him and say, yeah, dump it off to Kamara. We'll exactly. I think Kamara got tired this year, too. Or maybe he doesn't like sharing the workload. I don't know, but he has not been nearly as enjoyable as he was to watch in week five. He doesn't like sharing. You can tell because in the fourth quarter last game, it was ridiculous, and you may even remember. He was he was getting like these 10-yard runs, 10-yard carries, and all of a sudden, oh, you got a good run. Get out of the game. Let's put an Ingram. And it's like, no. Yeah. Sean Payton, you got to at least let Kamara go. If he is on fire, keep going with the man. Yeah. And he kept pulling him in and out. Just It's okay to let one sit. Yeah, and like even when you try to name the Saints second wide receiver – is it what, like, Tredavious Smith? No, we'll it's Traquan. Traquan Smith. It's Traquan Smith. And the only thing is, it was weird last week. Did you see the fumble? Benjamin Watson? Oh, no, no, The fumble. It was just horrible to end the game. And it was by Tommy Lee Lewis. And the Saints, and then they almost Tommy Lee Lewis. That's a real name. I don't believe it. Yeah. You just want him to be Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the new men in black. That trailer, oh god, does it look horrible? Is Tommy Lee Jones in there? Or no, it's Chris Hemsworth and I don't know some girl. I, I, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no. I mean, like it's been. I really just haven't enjoyed watching the Saints for a while now, though, because like everything since that Dallas, that Dallas team was a lot of fun. It's cool that their defense is playing, playing better. Like, I really enjoy Cam Jordan. I think that Eli Apple trade was really beneficial to him. Because it's like P.J. Williams off off the team. But, like, it's kind of weird with this week because all the big teams aren't playing good teams. All the teams that have to win are playing bad teams. Nobody's playing against each other, really. And so it's just kind of like a limbo week until next week. Yeah, but it's kind of a less win for Steelers. Not entirely. What do you mean not entirely? If the Baltimore Ravens were to win this, win their game, the Steelers yeah, were to lose. So. But they still are going to be the 60 in the wild card then. Are you sure? Yeah, because Pittsburgh has... What about... No, no, because Indy's coming up. 
They still have to win. Maybe so, yeah. Yeah, you're out of your damn mind. Do you even pay attention? God, I'm the guy with all the facts today. This is a no facts podcast. You know what? Podcast. Next time you come to work in my house, you come prepared. <laughs> no facts podcast. Yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. It is a big game. But yeah. the Steelers do get to play the Bengals next weekend or the Browns. They have an easy game next weekend. No, it's Wait, it's Bengals? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, don't don't quote us on that one. Either way, I, it's a big game. And yeah, it's big. the Saints, I feel like, are now going to want to come at home. They're going to want to prove their dominance once again. So I think they are going to come out and they're going to go for it. Yeah. While Pittsburgh, they need to come. Juju, I know you're worried about that groin. And you, ruined, you should have told me afterwards. Wait, wait. Did you know about the groin? No, I didn't know. My whole day is ruined. Oh, no. First, my life was ruined. Now, my day is ruined. Oh, God. Yeah, man, it was an injury report. I'm sorry. I came in here. Again, I came in here prepared. I'm sorry. Mm. I, I mean, so I came into realization last week watching that awful Steelers-Patriots game. I was like, you know, the problem with the Steelers' offense right now is they're not throwing the ball downfield enough. It's too much. They're trying to be New England. It's all these I quick agree. little passes. The reason why they're not throwing the ball downfield is because Roethlisberger's been terrible at it. Like, he's had, he had wide-open guys multiple times in that New England game. He just missed. He's overthrowing everybody. And I don't know why he is or why what's up with him, but he's missing. And he's really limiting what the offense can be by missing all those open downfield throws that they have. I'm also, not, I love Antonio Brown in the slot, too. I'm not confident in Big Ben at all anymore. And I feel like Ned, maybe not this year, but next year afterwards, he's gone. There's just no way he's going to be up. Which, by the way, I feel like after... Next year is going to be a lot of guys last year. You think so? Yeah, I don't see a lot. Of I guys feel like they all have like some weird, years. like weird secret club, where they like have some blood orgy. And they're like, "Are we going to stay for another year?" And like, yeah, let's do one. They more. definitely have a like blood Breeze, orgy. Rivers, Brady, uh, Eli. They all meet and like Peyton got Peyton started the blood orgy and he left it first. So like, you have to continue the tradition. Oh my god! I just figured it out. Okay. Philip Rivers has a child. Yeah. What their plan is is to pull a get out where they are going to put their whole mind oh. into the child. And all nine and of them. And in all nine, they are going to once again grow yeah. into the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Matt, Just do it all over again. They're going to do it all over again. And Philip Rivers is making the key, and his wife is the one that's producing them. And then he says, it's not like a wife, it's like a. Like a Giant, like, ant queen, you know? <laughs> like a big, giant butt just, like, secreting stuff. That's what it is. I like this. This is a good idea. It's been, I had the idea that, like, J.J. Watt's not even a person. He was just made a test tube by Roger Goodell. So, never, like, everything was talking about the ratings and kneeling. It's like, bring in J.J., the real American. Bring in J.J. Take the heat off of the off the bad news. Everyone's making donations Put him in every to a different cause. J.J., Bring on the flood. Yeah. No, maybe not that. <laughs> Wait, no, not that. <laughs> no, no, probably not. Oh, oh, great. Too far. Too far. It wasn't even funny, Taylor. We don't joke about that around here. So, I don't know, like, with this game, both these teams have just been kind of crappy for, like, four weeks. And the, I, don't, I just don't have a lot to say about those two teams. They've just been kind of crappy. Uh, I would have, I'm more excited for, I think, Bills, Lions, to be honest with you. Because I love what Josh Allen. Because Josh Allen's my favorite quarterback. But you I'm, switch off quarterbacks all the time. Uh, yeah. You like cheat on every single person. Well, it goes Josh Allen one, and then Philip Rivers two, and then Case Keenum three, 
And then we'll actually t- and then Teddy Bridgewater is gonna be there next year. You know what is what you and Teddy Bridgewater? <laughs> he's the greatest. It's like you called him in the draft saying that he's gonna be good, and, because, and he's gonna be good. Yeah, see, you're not letting it go because he's gonna. Be I good. think it's time to let it go. <laughs> Which, by the way, she still um, loves me. Teddy when it comes to the Saints and Hill, what is Hill? He's a jack of all trades. He's an everyman. What does Hill do? He wears a lot of hats. Would he be this way on any other team? No. <laughs> He's just a mad science experiment. Yeah, how long does he last? He can he can squat six hundred pounds. I think forever. I I don't ask how much he's squatting. He's he's so how you can't be that strong and not play football forever. Sure you can. He can block punts. Why can't the world's strongest man play football? It's a different set of skills. Different. <laughs> <laughs> he can block punts. He can squat six hundred fifty pounds. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. He can catch the ball. He can block. It's it's incredible. He's also like twenty seven from BYU too. I want him to win the Super Bowl MVP. It, you know what? Whatever. Oh, what do you got? What do you got? I have the New Orleans Saints winning uh, thirty five to twenty four. I know you just looked at my score before you said that. No, but it's I okay. <laughs> it's okay. I have Saints thirty five. I have Steelers twenty eight. That's pretty cool. What? What's pretty cool, man? That you looked at my score and then you said your score? No, it's cool that like we're really smart and we think alike sometimes. We don't think alike at all. Different. I'm more twisted than you are. What's your problem? Yeah, you're more goth, apparently. Yeah, I'm goth. Yeah, next time, don't wear so much mascara when you come over. I'll wear all black next time. No, you are wearing all black. No, this is this is a cute shirt. It's not a cute shirt. No, what are you talking about? I don't shirt. even know why this is... See, you know it's cute. That's why you started laughing. Smiling. Game red. All right, so that's our show for tonight. To recap, I have the Eagles 31-27. You have Houston 27-21. I have the Cowboys winning 24-17. You have Dallas winning 28-13. I have the Bears winning 30-12. You have them winning 28-17. I have New Orleans 35-24. And you have New Orleans 35-28. Sounds about right. And just to let you know, I'm champion, right? So I'm leading the race? Not yet. No, no, I'm, I'm up by I'm up by three games, twenty six and eighteen and twenty three and twenty one. You know, we also need Dallas to win this week, only because then we get forty dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah, you have to remember that bet that's, too. That's still going on, man. Yes, I I put that in the briefcase. Long, I already spent that money. Wait, what do you mean you already? How can you already spent that money? I already had it. I already put in my finances. You know? How did you put in your finances? You didn't even get it. Yeah, I knew like, all right, I can spend this forty dollars now because I'm gonna get this forty dollars later. So you thought it was that for sure of a thing? Yeah. Man, you're too cocky. You're so gonna lose fantasy this week. I'm not gonna. Man, you lost no, I the may, championship. I may lose. Yeah, you're too cocky. I just want to. Play, I want to play for straight up eleven hundred. All right. Uh, last thing. Go see Aquaman. Yeah, right, go see Aquaman. <laughs> Pay for me. I saw Aquaman. You see Aquaman. Go see Aquaman. You don't go to the movies. You don't do anything. Hey, I played Diablo 3. Except you look for houses two blocks down, weirdo. Yeah, it's me like, no, three doors down. Uh, Pretty cool. Oh. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the show tonight. Thank you for being on tonight, Taylor. Thank you for subscribing to the show. Uh, you'll join our vast community of thousands and millions of listeners who's, who have said this show has changed their lives. And I don't believe them, but whatever whatever uh, illusions we want to hold on to. Matt, people that have told us we are their heroes now. Because of the podcast. Good. Like, I just, I, nothing is more uplifting for me. Let's get this cash, for, fellas. Wait, no, <laughs> no, no, you're going against it now. Oh, dang it. All right, so we'll be back on uh, next Tuesday night. I'll talk with either probably BFD 
discuss the Texans' loss to Philadelphia oh Eagles. Oh my god! And until then, my name is Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Red Radio. And thank you for being on tonight, Taylor. Go to hell. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.